Hello, my name is Dave Gonzalez, and I haven't read any of the books in George R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire. I'm Joanna Robinson. I've read every book in George R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire. And I'm Neil Miller, and I have also read all of those books. We are headed back to Westeros to cover the Game of Thrones spinoff series, House of the Dragon. We'll be answering your questions, so send us a raven at trialbycontent at gmail.com. Take some bread and salt and join us Thursdays on the Trial by Content feed. And don't worry, you're safe. The Reigns of Castamere hasn't even been written yet. Hello and welcome to Everything is Cake. I'm Kate Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And we're back. For a second season of this lovely, Ooh. silly little podcast, we are recapping season 13 of The Great British Baking Show, The Great British Bake Off. However, however you want to say it, it's the mm-hmm. same delightful show. Uh, mm-hmm. The bakers are back in the tent. We're back at our mics. Paul is back on his high horse. And we're going to break down episode one of the new season, which, of course, is Cake Week. Amelia, how do you feel? How do you feel about this new season? First impressions. Honestly, uh, you know, you're. I had kind of a stressful week, but as soon as I press play on my little tube site, but I also watch it on Netflix. Don't worry, don't worry. Um, <laughs> I was instantly calm. You know, it's just like, oh, yes. God, I love this show. This show's so freaking good. It's so good. The little music, the mm. it came in and it just fixed everything wrong with my life. I was like, so I true. feel so at peace with the oh, world. That's funny. Last season, I will say, last season, tough act to follow. It was an <gasps> wow. objectively extremely good season. It was. Of totally. the Great British Baking Show. It was just, the bakers were good. The personalities were yep. good. Great It was casting. entertaining. Yeah. Yep. So, mm-hmm. you know, big shoes to fill this season. Big shoes. Totally. Uh, I, it, we'll get into it. I would say I'm not immediately like, this will be another Drawn iconic season. Yeah, sure, but, sure. Some solid characters, some solid bakes. Uh, yeah. We will, well, we can just dive in right now, I suppose. I think that's great. Yeah. I think it's all, the first episode is always hard because it's just like, right. you're just getting to know these people. They're still a Everyone lot of gets left. like 45 seconds. Exactly. Yeah. yeah totally, totally. It's a totally. lot. Mm-hmm. Um, on that note, let's start talking about some of these new contestants. Um, yeah. Before we get into the specific challenges, uh, as right. they're going through the signature bake, um, we get a lot of info about each person, really, you know, a short backstory, the introduction, how old they are, their partners, their home life, what they're baking, what they like to do. Um, let's talk about some immediate favorites. Yeah. Who, who stood out to you in the beginning just right away? Um, Shabira. Yeah. She uh, is this Malaysian immigrant and she seems like she's a good baker. I mean, she did well throughout this. Co- I thought she might have. Uh, was going to win Star Baker. She yeah. didn't, but I feel like she, she was, was definitely in contention. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. I Absolutely. think she is going to go pretty far and she just looks cute and seems delightful. So I was like, oh, I like her. Yeah. How about you? I immediately liked her as well. Uh, I was trying to think of someone that, you know, whose bakes maybe we wouldn't talk about quite so much later in this episode. So I wanted to highlight Maysom, who is the youngest baker. And yes. I just always have a soft spot for like the teenager that they throw oh, in this tent. Yes. They just throw to the wolves. So uh, true. Mason is 18. Oh. Uh, she's this year's youngest baker and she just seems very sweet. She's yeah. trying her best. She maybe, is. Maybe, you know, maybe not in contention for Star Baker. Maybe in contention That's for okay. the other end this week. Didn't get sent home. Right. Um, but I think she can rally, you know, and I just always love to root for the youngest one. Totally. They're, just, they're trying their best. I agree. I think on that note as well, Rebs, who I love mm. her name. I think mm-hmm. that's a great name. Some from, fun names this time. Some really fun yeah. names. Yeah. I I am excited to see what Rebs will bring because mm-hmm. she started off not so strong, but I think she ended pretty pretty strong for the most part. So, and she's also young. I agree. And she seems to have a lot of like attention to detail. Yeah. You know, like very neat and tidy, which I yes. appreciate in a baker. Exactly. And she kind of reminded me of Freya from last year mm, a little bit. Yeah. They, they seem kind of like Gen Z, like kind of yeah. cool, you know? So I was like, oh, for okay, sure. Cool. Let's talk backstories a little bit. Yeah. You know, they always like get some footage of them in their homes. They make mm-hmm. them do something that they think is like visually interesting, <laughs> yeah. is, uh, you know, demonstrative of like their interest outside right. of baking. 
Uh, and there are always some weird ones. Last year, if you remember, we got Jurgen playing his trombone. I was just uh, going to say. On Brighton Beach, we got his pet rabbit Humphrey. I don't think um, we're ever topping that. It's going to be difficult. Lizzie <laughs> as well had some really good stuff last year. Uh, yeah. This year was not as crazy, although we do tend to get some back, like a little bit more of that footage in the first couple episodes overall. Mm-hmm. So I'm, you know, we'll withhold Hopeful judgment. For, yeah, sure. Um, but there were a couple standouts. First of all, Matt, uh, who is a nuclear scientist, which got to say, scientists always do relatively well on yeah, this, yeah, they on this do. show. Yeah, engineers and scientists. Yeah. They tend to go pretty far. Uh, so just wanted to note that. But as yeah. if like being a nuclear scientist wasn't enough, they made him dress up in scary makeup to illustrate his love of like 80s horror movies mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> where he literally was like dabbing zombie paint on his face and then was like, Rrr! and then like that was all we got. I was like, I don't I like, uh-huh. did, did we need that? <laughs> we couldn't see him in the lab. Like, I mean, we did see him in the lab, but like you yeah. couldn't give us 10 more seconds of him doing like actual nuclear science, no. whatever that involves. No, you had to see Those... him putting on like B movie horror makeup. <laughs> I- so that was weird. <laughs> that was weird. I I agree with you. Yeah, it's like, okay, are the codes like restricted? We can't right. see that or what's going on here? Yeah, totally. Right. Uh, the other fun one was another person I think oh. to keep an eye on. Uh, yes. Dawn, who is Dawn. One, of our, one of our older uh, women in the tent. Yes. And this was another one where it was like a two-parter where I was like, you focused on the wrong thing. Right. Uh, she yeah. used to work for Boris Johnson. She was like a project oh, manager for Boris Johnson. And they made a lot of jokes about how like, she worked for him, but she like didn't really know him. She like made sure to be like, I didn't work for him. Like I worked right around him. I was like, okay. Um, yeah. But she also makes hand modeled sugar figurines. Uh, amazing. Incredible stuff. I was like, this is what relates to this competition. Can we right. see more of these figures that look like puppets? Like th- there was, what is his name? Mr. Froggington. Yeah. It was like these sort of like anthropomorphic. Yes. Animal. Figures made out of sugar. Kind of like paper mache almost. It was incredible. They were incredible. Right. I so was then like, I was what? like, this seems like a skill that will translate to this competition. To- and I would like oh my to know God. more about it. Totally. But it was like, no, actually, we're going to make seven Boris Johnson jokes, which, you know, is fair. Yes. Uh, but- they de- I know. They were- of course, they bring out Matt to like make some random yep. like comparison. It's just like, yep. okay, thank All you. All right, fine. Right. Back to Mr. Froggington. Back to Mr. Froggington. That made me laugh because I feel like that's such like a British Mr. Froggington. <laughs> like, yeah. yes. So, yes. yeah, totally. Um, I really liked uh, Shabira's backstory. I know I just talked about her, but she's a Malaysian immigrant. She, we we saw her in the lab doing some cardiovascular mm. research, which was cool. And then they showed her doing some gaming with her boyfriend, which I thought was fun. I was like, wow, was she cute. just all sides to that woman. I love yeah. it. Yeah, you they know? were like in opposite rooms. Like he was in one <laughs> yeah. room and they were like talking to each other from the same place. I was like, oh, that's cute. Couples, Uh, a lot of a lot of like significant other content actually. Yeah, a lot of these backstories, totally, um, which is always cute and fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have to talk about maybe the most important first impression. Mm. As you know, this podcast last year was very much pro chigs. (laughs) Uh, We were chigs thirsters, if you will, of course. And he left a hole in our heart, and you just gotta wonder Uh who will step up to fill the internet boyfriend or girlfriend shoes. Mm -hmm. And totally. I think last year it took us a couple episodes to really get in on Team Chigs, but we yeah. did not have to wait this season. Oh my season. God. Right away. Right uh, away. They have given us Sandro. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, here, we know here, you love Chigs. Take now him. Get Sandro. And was yes. Like, oh, thank you. Sandro honestly. is uh, beautiful. He's beautiful. <laughs> he's he, beautiful. He is a fitness instructor. He works out twice a day. He oh. has biceps bigger yeah. than Paul Hollywood's head. <laughs> yeah. And he has some tattoos and a nose ring and some oh. dangly earrings. Dangly. I don't even like dangly earrings on men, but I love them on Sandro. Sandro is working it. And also, perhaps most importantly, Sandro's other job is oh, that God. he's a full-time nanny. I mean, are you kidding me? What are we supposed to do with that? <laughs> Honestly. And now he's here baking. And now Listen. he's here baking. Listen. And his, sign- or his signature bake was for his girlfriend, right? He did it in his honor partner. Of her. He's oh, his partner. He's a partner. Unclear. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm so a romantic at heart, clearly. Uh, okay. He spends his time boxing 
baking and taking care of children. I, I just... And I don't know, trying on different earrings. Unbelievable stuff from Sandro. An incredible start. Um, and oh I hope God. he goes the whole way. <laughs> Me freaking too. Great stuff. Uh, Maybe he'll have glasses man. like Chiggs. I don't know. I don't I know would, if they'll fit on his face. Oh, He's already I got a lot going it. on. Um, but really great stuff. That. I mean, yes. yeah, he could be a model. So congratulations. He definitely could. But if this doesn't work out for him, <laughs> either way, like his, inst- I need to go follow some people on Instagram from this season. And, he is and number one is Sandro. First among them, for sure. Yeah. Um, all right. I guess we should talk about the actual bakes uh, this episode. We'll all get right. back to Sandro. Worry yeah. not. Um but it was cake week and cake week started out with the signature bake, uh, 12 identical mini sandwich cakes. They had two hours to do this, which did not seem like very long to me. Mm-hmm. My first impression overall from this first challenge. Yeah. This seems like a very easily stressed out group, <laughs> which <laughs> you're I get right. it. It's you're the first right. episode, <laughs> but like every single person was like, this is a disaster. This is a disaster. I'm having a meltdown. I'm like, it's fine. Your cake crumbled a little bit. Like, right. You have no idea what's coming for you. Like, calm you down. Know? Yeah, exactly. You gotta pace yourself with the meltdowns. <laughs> like you can't cry over a, I don't know, anything in the first right. challenge. Like you gotta Like a claggy cake, out. you know? Right. Yeah, exactly. I totally agree. There are so many more disasters to come, you know? Oh, so many. And I worry for them. I think yeah. your point is definitely uh, grow salient. a thicker skin. Yeah, sure. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did think, however, I thought this was a fun, cute idea. I I saw some creativity here that I wish I would have. Not that I didn't like the showstopper, but I just thought some of these uh, and we'll talk about them. Little mini cakes had more creativity and just like even I don't know, color and ingenuity than the actual showstoppers. I don't know. Yeah. That was my opinion. But I agree. There was a fun array of ideas here. Yeah, um, totally. And like ingredients and things like that. Yes. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get to the showstopper. But I agree. There was there was some fun stuff here. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk standouts. Uh, yeah. You liked. Let's talk about Carol. Uh, first okay. of all, who is she has pink hair. We'll get yeah. to that. I love she that. She works as a supermarket cashier. She made little bees. You enjoyed them. I thought they were so cute. They were very cute. I don't know. I just thought they were There really were actually cute. several little cute things that didn't really get yes. a highlight. Abdul yes. had some sheep on his yes. uh, showstopper that no one mentioned. I was like, look at their little sheep. I know, I think he briefly mentioned it and that was it. Yeah. yeah. It was just like, yeah, please. Can we look at that a little longer or yeah. no? Okay. Linger on that shot. I did <laughs> yeah, like the bees. Exactly. I have to say, I always worry about last year we had Maggie. Um, you know, there have been several mm. bakers over the years who Maggie always like to say, oh, I'm a classic baker. I like to use classic flavors. Mm-hmm. I like to do classic recipes. I don't right. like to be too fancy. And it just, they never, it's the opposite of the scientist thing. They just never seem to go far. Uh, they don't. Sometimes it works out for them. Sometimes they make it, you know, decent showing. Right. But I just always worry when someone's like, I'm a classic baker. I'm like, this isn't a classic baking show. Right. They need to change with the times, you know? And yeah. I mean, God bless them. They're always so cute, but they are. They always find themselves in the bottom, you know? Yeah. It's just like, it's oh, hard. simple flavors. Sim- and it's just, that only takes you so far. So, it's true. you know, I'm rooting for Carol. She seems very fun. Uh, she and seems I did so like her fun. bees, but I did want to flag that as like, ooh. I think you're right. Maybe, maybe lose that mentality, Carol. <laughs> I know. <laughs> learn, and what, some, learn something on the fly here. Totally. And we'll talk about it more, but I just, from what we saw of her, it seems like she could be a little like more creative, you know? Yeah. So that's what yeah. I'm hoping for her, but for we'll sure, see, I guess. I think the the real standout of the signature challenge, I think we're agreed, are the plant bakes. There were right. two people who did uh, so sandwich cakes that look like plants. Mm-hmm. As you mentioned, Sandro did little like pots with roses in them. Little white roses, yeah. Yeah, and then Abdul made cacti. And he had like a little, they were like in dirt, quote unquote yes. dirt. And I and- love this shit. The like presentation, <laughs> yes. he had his little like <laughs> scooper. I love when people I like know. bring the props, it you know, and like yes. really... Put a lot of thought into the presentation. That's what it is. You yeah. thought about this. You really thought about this. Good right. job. Thank you. Yeah. yeah I think totally. Abdul, you know, he didn't make any like huge impressions later on in the show, but like he seems solid. He's got, you know, a strong foundation. He's got fun ideas. Yes. Um, and yeah, I think we should keep an eye on him for for sure. But those were my I two. Totally agree. My two favorites, I think, of the, the signature. I would definitely agree with you. And again, the ju- I just... The creativity, the 
ingenuity here with the plant bakes, I thought were really impressive. And Mm -hmm. I don't know, I would have, I would have obviously not, you know, made it to this part of the competition at all because I can't bake, but hypothetically, right. Hypothetically, I would have just, I don't know what I would have done, but I think what they did Mm -hmm. was so adorable. And that's kind of what you want to show these people. It's like, this isn't the showstopper, but this is, you know, this is an important element to it and make something cute, make something memorable that people will like that. I think the audience will like as well. And Mm -hmm. that's what they did. And they did a a fantastic job. Yes. And also a lot of people didn't, I would say (laughs) I wasn't impressed by the presentation on a lot of these, like just, we didn't (sighs) have an immediate, like Giuseppe, like there wasn't anyone who immediately was like, wow, like those look incredible. I would buy those in a bakery in Paris, right. you know? The, yes. So I think that's why the plant ones stood out because those were like, oh, these are look really good and also taste good. But like, yeah, there was some, it was a little messy, I would say overall. It was first. a little messy. I think some people, I don't know, just got it in their heads. Like I got to really show up right now. And it's like, it's you don't have to do that. Just make yeah. it cute and make it, yeah. you know, you know, simple, the signature has fine. to be sufficient. It doesn't have to blow exactly. anyone's mind. Exactly. Um, and I guess we should note that no one got a Hollywood handshake. Uh, no, this, this no first one did. challenge, which is good. Honestly, he needs to rein it in a little bit. He, so I was he really does. In yeah. favor of that. Totally. Um, all right. Let's move on to the technical challenge, which was a tiered red velvet cake. Yeah. Gotta say relatively simple technical challenge. I felt thoughts. I think so too. I think, however, you could just things can go wrong whenever mm. I personally think so. Whenever you're with when you're dealing with like just color that intense. I know <laughs> that sounds crazy, but I really yeah. do believe that. I think you can really mess yourself up over ha- having it be like you know, a certain sa- shade of crimson. And right. I don't know. And there are some different uh baking elements here that Mm -hmm. if you add too much of one flavor, it might overpower the whole thing. And I don't know, that kind of scares me. But but I do think, I mean, you know, they sell mixes for red velvet cake (laughs) in the grocery aisle. So I don't think it's like that hard. It's not like, you know, one of those things where they say it and people are like, I've literally never heard of this, nor seen a picture of it. It's like one of those like 18th century fucking pastry (laughs) things where they're like, I don't even know where to begin. Huh? Yeah. And you get like two ingredients and then you're like, okay, do with that what you will. Right. Wait, what? Yeah. Yes. I will say, I think they tried to trip them up because I didn't realize this, but red velvet is an American cake. There were a lot of references to how it's American, which yeah. I love red velvet cake. So we'll That's take good. credit for that. <laughs> yeah. um, and they just said like the first step was make the red velvet batter. So I think, you know, they were kind of trying to trip people up by doing an American recipe that they may not have made recently. Sure. Yeah. However, someone had made it recently and mm. it's why she won the whole thing. <laughs> uh, Sorry. Talking about Shabira, who... Yeah had oh. tea with her friends before leaving for Bake Off. Right. And the cake that she chose to make for her friends for said tea was a red velvet cake. She was like, I literally Perfect. just made this. Uh, and she that's knows. called preparation. That's called research. You know, I she, <laughs> she lucked into it, but also like, uh, you know, how many of these people made a cake for their friends before they left? Right. Yeah, exactly. Just Shabira. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what to tell you. Hers was like literally flawless. Like they always, you know, show you the Peru and Paul sit down outside and eat their right. little version of the technical challenge uh, mm. that they say Paul made, but he obviously didn't. <laughs> right. um, and it literally looked, it usually, the, the winning technical doesn't look exactly like that. Right. You know, it's, it differs in some ways. Hers literally looked exactly like the cake that they She did a great job. Had yeah, eaten. it looked like it. Yeah, totally. Crazy. Uh, so she won because hers was a lot taller than everyone else's because she piped the right amount of icing in between. Um, yes. Some people had issues with the icing. It like melted I, or they didn't put enough. Put a, some people did not put enough on the outside. And I was like, you can't. That's so easily fixable. Right. I, they were I like, oh, I'm going for the naked look. It's like, when has Paul Hollywood ever <laughs> wanted a rustic looking cake? It's so true. It's you know, so true. like Don't. no one in this tent wants the is on Pinterest like, ooh. I want it to be less decorated, you know? Exa- right. Especially if this is the technical challenge, you have to make it as identical to the original thing. Like, what right. are you doing? And <laughs> also, just... I've never eaten a naked red velvet cake. I've had lots of red... It's not really a cake that you decorate in that way. So exactly. Like, you want more. Like, more is right. better when it Come comes on. to red velvet cake. Uh, yeah, I totally. will say there was one person, I think, who came in dead last who decorated it too much. Uh, this was James, who is our Scottish friend. 
Um, yes. And he was really trying to show off his piping, which doesn't seem that good. Uh, it's like three different... I think in every challenge, he was like, I want to show off my piping. And then and it was he like... he overdid it. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. great. Um, but he came in dead last in the technical because he like piped half of it on top and then did the crumbs on the bottom. It was very overbalanced. looked like an upside down hat, um, which was not the move. I know. Uh, so that didn't work out for him. Rebs came in 12th. Maxi mm-hmm. came in 11th. Yeah. Um, this kind of seemed like the bottom segment was kind of tough to judge because they were all sort of equally bad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Agreed. No one really botched it. Like no one's was like inedible. Um, no, that's true. Thank James, God. James's did look uniquely bad. <laughs> yeah. In, it's too bad. And I feel like that was his, and I'm hoping for him if he just reigns in the amount of frosting he uses. Yeah. Pull back. Pull back. Pull back. That's all James. you need to do and you'll be yeah. fine. Yeah. Uh, and then we had our top three. Dawn came in third, which mm-hmm. I, I still, I kind of think we should keep an eye on Dawn. I kind of think she's, yeah. she's got something in the tank. I agree. And with her experience with those freaking sugar dolls. I'm telling you. It's just, yeah. Agreed. I think she could show out like on biscuit week or like, Totally. Any of these ones that are like really about decoration, I think she could show up. Yeah. We'll yes. See. Our guy, Sandro, second place. Love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And then first place, Shabira. She just smashed Love it. Love her. Love it her. It wasn't even close. It was like Shabira and then like several layers of icing and then right. <laughs> yeah, a couple exactly. people and then sort of the bottom of the pack. That's um, so true. So uh, really exciting. Funny. Must be fun to win the first technical challenge. Yes. She seemed delighted, which was really yes. sweet to see. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. She teared up a little bit, which is always really cute. And yeah. And then we move on to the showstopper. Uh, showstopper challenge this week was they had to make a 3D replica of their own home made of mm-hmm. cake or yes. somewhere that they live that has had special meaning to them. Uh, right off the bat, I kind of was like, this kind of seems like an easy showstopper. Like, right. Ha- like houses are just like, Square? Square. You're, you're exactly. making a square cake you're and just you're just <laughs> icing it. And it can Thank be any... Fl- like, it doesn't have to be yeah. six tiers. It doesn't have to be... Right. You know, include jello. Like, I don't know, the crazy shit that no. they make these people do. This was, like, one of the easier showstoppers I can remember. It was just, like, this is what we want. Just do Like, good luck. Do it. Yeah. Which, <laughs> Which is, is why okay. I think I was a little bit let down. Because it seems like yeah. people could have really... Listen, making Gone the cake is it. not going to be that hard, right? right. Like, yeah. So that it should have looked amazing, right? Like some yes. of these should have really been impressive because they could have spent a lot of time yes. decorating. Totally. And I was not that impressed. I 100% agree with you. I was really, for whatever reason, I guess just from watching past seasons or something, I was spe- expecting like them to really go above and beyond just the square with the frosting. I thought we were going to get some like, I don't know. Maybe I was stupid in thinking this, but like maybe like an icing dome or like just, I don't know. Something that's just not cake and frosting. I don't, maybe I'm expecting too much, but I was a little like, okay, where's the drama? I don't, these were fine. These were fine. Or like, where's the intricate icing or like really impressive decorations or like, if it is going to be a square, like really show off on the piping as yeah, James, James thought he did. Um, well, but he really did think he, he did he something, really, which was he really like, thinks that his piping adorable, is amazing. Yeah. Um, and maybe it is. And he just was nervous. Uh, we will see. Um, yes. there were some standouts. Uh, who was your, was your favorite? You know what? I know she came up first and I, I actually, you know, her cottage was, you know, pretty simple, but, uh, mm-hmm. Rebs had a coconut pineapple rum. Also, there was a lot of, People used a bunch of alcohol this yeah. uh, episode, which I thought Very was boozy episode. Boozy, yeah, boozy cakes, which fine, but I just I don't know. That shocked me for some reason. I was just like, okay, you know, you don't have to use booze and cake, but that's whatever. If you think it's going to sure. taste good, I guess. Um, but then again, you run the risk of you know too boozy and too boozy and cake is just not. I don't think it's yeah. tasty. Some people did go that route, unfortunately. They, they did. They really did. Um, but I did like how. Rebs tried to have like an extra little like coconut rum rain when because she was like, well, it's, you know, rainy there. And so she had her little spray bottle and sprayed some coconut rum rain. And I thought that was funny. I was that like, was okay, cute. that's clever. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. like in the same vein as like Abdul's like, you know, his little dirt. His little dirt thing, thing with the spade. Yeah. yeah I'm exactly. like, I love the little details. The I'm little, not above that. You know, exa- no, uh, I'm into that. Give me more little details. Totally. It's entertainment. It's that's what I'm Ex- here to see. Exactly. And so I thought that added something. And they did end up liking her cake. They, and 
which yeah. thank goodness because she was maybe it on the did. chopping block. Up it until saved then. her for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't love when people use fondant instead of icing or like other decorations just because it, it's not cheating, but like it's not that yummy to eat. It's disgusting. Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. So I'm always kind of like, like, does this really count? However, there were so many messy cakes that I really yeah. appreciated. Uh, both Carol and Sandro used fondant and theirs both looked really cute and neat. Yeah. And I kind of mm-hmm. was like, thank God, you know, like, <laughs> I just yeah. was kind of tired of seeing like ugly piping. Right. Like, not to sound super shady, guys. I, I'm fully rooting for this whole no, cast course, and I think they're going to be great. But there was a lot of, you know, some some messy, some messy decorations. Piping. Totally. And so it was nice. It was nice to see just like the cute, neat decorations. Yes, definitely. Definitely. And then we got to talk about Yanush, who's Yanush. Uh, he did a soy sauce chocolate sponge. Wild. I guess the soy, it was like some umami in the chocolate. They said I've never, I, know, I love that. I've never seen anyone do that, but they acted like Same. it was like a common thing. And it was, I mean, they loved it. So that's great. <laughs> like, okay, cool. Um, I want to try this now. Yeah. Yeah. And his was really cute. His looked really good. It and, was cute. Yeah. yeah. He did a great job. Before we get on to the results, we have to do our, our classic oh, yes. challenge. If we were on this show, what would we make for our showstopper? Yeah. Now, I am gonna talk, was going to talk about this in the most British moment, but I'm going to get ahead of myself. The most British thing about this episode is the fact that they could do this challenge and did not all make the same ugly... Little you cottage. Two-story Midwestern houses. Oh, like, oh, yeah, yeah. You do this in America and oh, like God. nobody's house is cute enough to be a cake. It's so true. It's so like, true. Like British and European houses are just inherently much cuter, cuter than I know. ours. Or else uh, you'd be getting like an apartment or something. Right. And like, some of the flats, some people did have flats and they made it work. But there were they a lot did, of yeah. cute cottages where they yes. would show a picture and I'd be like, oh, you literally grew up in that and it's cute as shit. And like I grew up in... No offense. My mother's listening to this. No offense, mother. <laughs> Our house is lovely. I loved growing up there. But it's like, you know, it's your classic two-story. It's like sure. blue and gray. And there's yeah. a basketball hoop in the driveway. And That's cute. It looks yeah, like yeah. every other house in Indiana. So no, I was like, sure. I, you know, it's not the most visually appealing for a cake. I get it. Yeah. With that said, I would have to build that house because it's the house I grew up in. Uh, and I was like, maybe since it was in Indiana, my gimmick would be that I would use like corn. Make it like a genius, like a corn cake. I I love that. I like cornbread. I like corn cookies. You could do like a corn maple brown sugar cake, right? See, that's where you get them with that creativity. I think that's a great idea. But the inside is fun. Exactly. That's my strategy. How about you? I think that I love. I love that. Like the Indiana flavors. I think that is so smart. Thank Um, you so much. It's great. I would probably do my parents have like a little cabin um, in Wisconsin. Yeah. And it's like kind of rustic looking. So maybe, you know, those like chocolate logs, chocolate oh, like hell yeah. logs, like make that into like log, like cab log yes. cabin or something. This is the ingenuity we needed <laughs> instead of just piping. Right. Right. Exactly. That's great. Yeah. So absolutely. You know, I think we would have we're done really well on the show. I mean, actually. <laughs> thank so. you. Me too. Yeah. All right, the results of this episode. Uh, Starbaker went to our guy, Yanush, who... Love him. He's uh, so he got, cute. He's super cute. Uh, he His showstopper really sealed the deal. Um, yeah. They liked his signature. He only got seventh in the technical. But again, it was kind of like the top three were good and then everyone else was like a mishmash. So it didn't right, really matter. Right. And yeah, he pulled it off. And he was psyched. He, he was did. adorable. We'll talk about his phone call in a moment. Um, yeah. And then we have not actually talked about the eliminated contestant oh, yet. Oh, I know. Uh, but it went to Will. Poor Will. Mm, Sweet poor Will. Will. Um, nice guy. Very stressed. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I saw so, him doubled over. More doubled over than him just standing upright. He had a lot episode. of crises. Um, <laughs> yes, he did. So, and uh, we'll talk about him in a moment. However, first, let's talk about the most delicious bake. What is the bake on this episode of Bake Off that you would most like to eat? Well, I thought Shabira's signature bake was kind of cool. I was like, you know what? Your coconut pandan and caramel mousse cake. Yeah. And it looks super green. That's interesting to me. And I would love to try that. So yeah. that's what Even I said. Even Matt. Matt got in on that. <laughs> when the hosts get in on it, that's how you know it's pretty good. Exactly. Yeah. Matt was, that was, he was funny. Yeah. Yeah. 
first thing I want to say sorry to Paul, but when Paul mm-hmm. was talking about the technical, he was like, I can't believe we're going to have to go eat 12 red velvet cakes, which I know he was just thinking about from like a logistics standpoint, like sure. a stomach space standpoint. Got it. Yeah. Uh, I love red velvet cake and I would fuck up 12 red, red velvet cakes. No problem. <laughs> I would do it right now. <laughs> it's my one of my favorite cakes. It's oh, so good. That. Yeah. Uh, I have to say, if you guys ever go to the Cheesecake Factory, oh, Midwestern staple, it's everywhere, but like really a Midwestern staple. It really uh, is. I love They have the a cheesecake red factory. velvet cheesecake <gasps> where it's like layers of cheesecake and then red velvet cake. Yeah. Oh my and God. All has, and it's like, you know, it's huge because it's the Cheesecake Factory. Right. Um, right. I highly recommend that. Oh, that sounds so good. My other bake uh, from this episode is Abdul Showstopper um, was a chai flavored sponge. Mm. And I just love chai in all contexts. Yeah. And they said that it tasted really good in the cake and I would like to eat it. So he, <laughs> he you know, he, they were underwhelmed in general, but I would like to eat his little sheep and his chai uh, sponge. That would have been so, so cute. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I think agree. Abdul's good. I think we, we can keep an eye on him too. Yeah, I agree. I think they spent a decent amount of time kind of introducing us to him as well. Mm-hmm. So I think he's solid. Yeah, we'll see. Definitely. The soggiest bottom award. Uh, everything Will made was trash. I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, I. It had to be said. He didn't blow anything that badly, but like right. it was one of the most consistently bad first showings I can remember. Like there was no doubt in anyone's mind I who know. was going home. Right? I know. No, you're I mean, right. you're right. And like he kind of <laughs> seemed surprised. Like when he put a showstopper up there and like you have overbaked every single sponge. He was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, how can you not tell? Will? He like had a melt. He like also was just like kind of annoying. Like he was the one where I was like, you need to change your scope of like, what is a disaster? I mean, I guess he did go home. So it was really a disaster for him. But (laughs) it was just like a really consistently bad showing from our guy, Will. It was. Yeah. And he, like you said it before, he looked just stressed out the entire time. So maybe this is good that he's gone. So he doesn't have yeah. like, you know, heart problems or anything. Right. Yeah. So. He'll he'll have more fun just watching the season yes. with the rest of us <laughs> totally. and being like, oh, uh, in his own home. Exactly. And you know what? At least he can say I was on the Great British Bake Off. Listen, so. yeah. He didn't come in last yeah. in the technical. He wasn't even bottom three in the technical. So there you go. Exactly. There you go. Good stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's talk about the best sound bites from this episode. I have a complaint and it's that we need a new joke for Prue. And mm. I think, I think we talked about this last season as well. The alcohol jokes are just so old and we got it a lot. Yeah. This episode because a lot of people use booze in their cakes. Right. But it's every time it's like, I got a little, got a little rum here. And then they're like, Prue. And she's like, uh, huh, yeah. Yeah. And like right. she's tired of it. We're tired of it. We get it. Prue right. drinks. She likes alcohol and cakes. I don't, it's not funny anymore. It's not funny anymore. And, and even just having to like cut to her and her being like, it's too boozy for me. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it's like everyone's yeah. kind of like sighing inwardly like, oh, here we have to do this now. Right. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I will say, however, I enjoy the posh jokes about Peru. Sure. Uh, and yes. her extremely posh upbringing. Um, there was a really good bit uh, where they were talking to Dawn about her cake. And uh, they go, you haven't got a maze or a boat around your house. So Prue wouldn't understand. <laughs> I was like, ah, get her. That get is her. funny. That's, who said that? Was that Noel? I think it was Noel. Oh, yeah. God. Love him. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that's funny. The posh jokes are funny. I'm like, we can do more of that. We can do yeah, more of that. Totally. Let's get into Let's her for do that. that. Definitely. Definitely. My other favorite soundbite uh, was they were talking about the red velvet cakes. And Matt tried to get a little shot in at Paul, which I honestly like salute him for. Of course. Um, Paul was talking about how it was like too dark. The red in the cake was too dark. And Matt from the side's like, you asked for crimson. And everyone just kind of like stopped. And Paul kind of looked at him. <laughs> and then Noel like sort of like swooped in like, it's the wrong shade of crimson. All right, Matt, back off. <laughs> I was like, listen, so he tried. And I I really salute the effort to, because uh, he did say crimson. I, I so. feel like he has really grown on me. In the- he was not as bad this first episode, actually. Yeah. I had to I'm, give him kind of the benefit of the doubt. He had his moments. I know. I'm excited for how you feel about him in episodes to come. We will see. We will see. I'm keeping an open mind and an open heart. For and that. I think you are going to be pleasantly surprised. I, I'm saying that now. All right. I love that. Your prediction is that Matt is not going to be insanely <laughs> annoying this season. Yeah, okay. Exactly. That's my prediction. Um, I, I also uh, want to just acknowledge that 
once again, they have these people participating in these downright cringy. Yeah, I know they're pure, but these opening sketches are always so like almost painful to watch. I mean, I'm surprised that you don't just skip through them. Or maybe yeah. you do. I don't know. I, I mean, they go, you know, they it's because they start the episode and like, they, yeah, they're happening before you realize it. And then it like right. moves fast enough that then it's over. <laughs> That's true. But, they do move pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. This this season ep- opened with a Star Wars. Oh, my uh, God. Cold it open. Just and it honestly is every time they have Paul and Prue doing something insane. I'm like, how how much have they paid them for this? How did they get them to do that? I, I truly do. They how much more money did they have to give them? Or they're to, like, Prue, what's it going to take to get you in a Chewbacca suit and going? And, <laughs> and she's like, a lot more actually. And I wouldn't blame her because they had the it mullets. Was just, Remember the mullets last season? I, the the achy, Billy Ray. Tart? Yes, yes. Oh, I couldn't forget could it I if forget? I tried, and I've tried. <laughs> yeah, trust me, uh, we've tried. Yeah, that is. And and we had Paul lumbering in and his like Sith Lord stuff. And I was just like, oh, my God, I, I, I just honestly, the, again, the fact that they got everyone to dress up in these insane costumes and act out just nonsense is is really a feat that should be acknowledged. So it is. It humbles out. them a little bit and they need <laughs> yeah, that. Exa- so that is so true. That's a great point. Yeah. The last great soundbite, arguably the best soundbite <laughs> of the episode. Uh, Janusz called his family after he won Star Baker. And Janusz is Polish, in case you didn't get that from the name Janusz, which Aww. is spelled J-A-N-U-S-Z. He called his family and he goes, I just wanted to tell you I won <laughs> Star Caker in Bake Week. <laughs> <laughs> and then he like did this little giggle and corrected yeah. himself. And I was like, oh, yeah, he's the new Jurgen. I was just going to, he reminds me of like a younger Jurgen. I love yeah. it. He's, he's so got the, you know, the, the J name and like the yep. little giggle. And yeah, you're rooting for him. Totally. Uh, like, was it the first episode? I think Jurgen won the first episode last season. And he was yes. like, I'm a very happy little Jurgen. Yeah. It's the same energy as. I won Star Caker in Bake Week. So <laughs> I know. And I want a little more backstory on him, too. I feel yeah. like he's got something to say. So I'm excited to learn about him. Me, too. Um, let's talk about the best Brit fit. Uh, yeah. The best outfits, the best looks from mm-hmm. this episode. Mm-hmm. We got to talk about Carol's hair. Carol, in the yes. first pictures that they released of this cast, was like, the. I didn't even see Sandro because I was so focused on Carol's hair when I was looking at these pictures. It was she, spunky. She's got just this this mane of yep. curls. Yep. And it is uh, not just pink. It's like pink with highlights of purple. Yeah. It's like not necessarily ombre, but it, there is like a... It's a mix of a tones. mix. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and like bright, bright. Bright. And very bright. Yeah. She matched it to a pink zebra print shirt this week. Yeah, and I honestly, I was like, I love this. Absolutely. I love this vibe. I love this color palette. Do you, girl? You look yes. great. Yes. Not to keep, you know, tying it back to last season, but Lizzie, I think, was our <gasps> most colorful yes. uh, presence in the tent last year. And I look forward to Carol and Noel matching also. Oh, I would little, love like, that. little like hot pink action. Right, because Lizzie would kind of do that too. Yeah. Oh my God, I yeah. love Lizzie's style. We'll see. Yeah. Shout out to James for wearing a kilt, you know? Yes. Keeping it breezy in the tent. <laughs> Technically not a Brit fit. Uh, That's true. Technically, Our Scottish yeah. friend, but um, love that. Strong mm-hmm. choice. And then I did want to say Sandro, incredibly bold choice to wear a long sleeved gray shirt in the tent. Everyone knows, listen, it gets sweaty in there. Oh, I don't own a long sleeved gray shirt. I would never wear one in a public place. Same. Certainly not on television. Never. Uh, The sweaty girls know you just can't. You can't do it. There are some things that are off limits and that's one of them. It's so true. He actually held it together pretty well. And I got to say the biceps were popping. So like, I get it. I understand. Right. You're doing it for us. You are sacrificing yeah. your internal temperature yeah. for uh, those who watch Bake Off. And we salute you, Sandra. We sure Thank do. You. We sure do. <laughs> um, I would say I always appreciate Noel's wardrobe. You know, he's just he's great. And I look forward to what he wears each week. But I'll be honest, I don't think what he wore for the this first week was his best. It wasn't horrible, but it wasn't, it was just, it was fine because it, what it was, he was wearing black on black, a black pants, black sweater, and then what appeared to be a hot pink butterfly on the black sweater. And like, 
okay, cool. He dialed it in. He did. He which, did. He can do better. Um, maybe he was letting Prue's hot pink glasses, like, and Lizzie's hair. Oh. Not Lizzie. I already called her Lizzie. Carol's hair. Excuse me. <laughs> take the the spotlight. But yeah, he's got to up his game in future. He weeks. does. Yeah, I just you know. we count on you. No, we <laughs> count on you to bring the looks and to make so this true. segment. Uh, give us something for the segment every week. So exactly. Come on. <laughs> I talked about my most British moment uh, of the episode, which was the, again the fact that they were able to make their houses out of cakes and not have really ugly, boring American houses. Love that. Uh, what was your most British moment of this episode? Well, they used the word, the term claggy, which is yeah. like sticky or gummy mm. throughout this episode. They talked, I think, about it for um, Reb's. Mm. Uh, I think it was her signature bank. It was yeah. either that or the red velvet. But um, and then they also called James's uh showstopper claggy and they're just like yeah. claggy and i'm just it's like, a bit of a departure usually we get stodgy i guess those are two two <laughs> different still, things right stodgy claggy. is like and stodgy yeah uh i don't know maybe heavier whereas claggy is like uh, yeah i think stickier, you're right. maybe yes yes i think so yeah <laughs> it feels like the distinction it could be wrong uh the most american moment of this podcast episode is us trying to figure out the difference. <laughs> yeah exactly so it's so fitting you know yes. yeah okay this <laughs> next segment i have to say surprisingly difficult to come up with something. This is eyes on the prize, the Paul Hollywood Truly. moment of the week. He was, was toned a, down this week. It was a low key episode for him. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I I mean, I think his finest moment was when Carol's coffee cake almost killed him. <laughs> she put way too much coffee in her cake. Oh, he was like God. doing the little like, like uh, uh, yeah thing. And I was like, is this it for him? Is this where we <laughs> say goodbye to Paul Hollywood? Unfortunately, it was not. However... Uh, it was almost like they had to drum up some some Paul moments. Like, there, you know, they had a lot of people talking about his eyes and how scary he right. is. And he Go looks like a white walker. People. And they had a lot of the edits of him just walking around and people talking about him, which is always annoying. I'm like, Prue exists. No, right. she's not scary. And I don't love her. But like, let's pretend like she's an authority in this tent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. But yeah, not a lot from Paul himself. Right. And well, and it also I feel like anytime they ask these contestants about it, you know, I wrote down one of the quotes just because it was one of the many quotes. And it's it's the same thing. It's Sandro. And he was like, it's the blue eyed one that scares me. You know, he's so intense. It's like he's looking into my soul. It's like, we, yeah, we know he has really blue eyes. We, we yeah, know. We it's get it. the same with the Prue and alcohol. It's the Paul with the blue right. eyes. It's we like, know. OK, We've yeah. yeah, we've seen him before, actually. So <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, low key, low key, which honestly, I guess I appreciate that he didn't like try to steal the spotlight on yeah, week one totally. with his handshakes or anything. I'm sure he will have many, you know, moments to come later to yeah. come. Yeah. Sure. Um, all right, let's talk about Matt again. Uh Matt, the Matt moment Matt, of the Matt, week. Matt. Okay. I had, as you know, I like I said, I'm not a you know, a huge fan of Matt. However, I had to adjust my first entry into this segment um, because first, you know, Matt goes up to Maxie, who is one of our, one of our contestants right. this year. And he like does this joke with her and like, she doesn't quite get it. And so then he's <laughs> like, he kind of says something about how it's like her fault, you know, like, Oh, you didn't get out. So I wrote it and I was like, Matt, like maybe come up with a better joke and like, don't blame the contestants <laughs> yeah. if they don't get it. <laughs> However, later in the episode, Noel goes up to Maxie and is like bantering, bantering, and she is just a blank slate. Like she is not giving him anything to work with. <laughs> Good so I honestly, I had to go back and change it and be like, okay, actually, sorry, sorry to Matt. It was Maxie's fault. Like she's <laughs> 0 for 2. Uh, and they're going to need to find someone else to banter with because it is not her. Yeah. Yes. I love that you wrote might have to give up on her and move on to a new victim. Lads. It's like, so true. There's it's always so true. some contestants where like they know they can get something. And right. obviously they were trying to find that person this week and they both picked the wrong person. And th they really did. It's not Maxie. So <laughs> uh, not. apologies to Matt for, you know, thinking that it was his fault because ultimately it was not. It was not. Yeah, that is funny. Uh, oh there gosh. was one moment where I cringed at Matt this week. Oh, uh, and it was cringy. He did an American accent. I think when they were talking about the red velvet cake. Yes. I just can't. I, every time he does an accent, especially an American accent, I'm like, this is the worst thing I've ever heard. Uh, and I just can't deal with him. He was like, all right, we are here. So I was just like, what are you what? doing? Yeah, it terrible. was so weird. And it wasn't. And maybe I'm just the thing is, is like 
it was weird. And then they all heartily laughed oh at Oh my him. God, it killed in the room. It, it just really destroyed the tent. Did. I'm like, what is happening? Are we watching the same thing? I know. I was like, I literally thought to myself, okay, right when I think I understand British humor, they go and laugh at something like this. And I'm like, well, okay, no, I clearly do. Like, what's yeah, going on here? We're missing what, something so, here. I don't get clearly. what's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. But uh, yeah, I agree. I honestly, Matt was way less annoying in this first episode than yeah. uh, he has been previously. Maybe it's a new era. I think we'll it, I think it really will be. I think he's yeah. like kind of going to tone evolved. it down a little bit. He's yeah, evolved. Yeah, he has. I'm proud of him, you know? Um, all right, let's talk about the most saccharine moment before we get to our personal yes. awards. Um, there were two very cute moments. Honestly, we've already mentioned both of them. Both of them. Uh, Shabira teared up after she won the technical. Uh, mm-hmm. And she's just adorable. And anytime someone so cries, cute. even in the first episode, I was like, ha, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. She was so happy. She was so happy. I just was so happy for her because, you know, she and tried she seemed hard very and surprised. It. Like she seems she like someone did, who yes. didn't come and being like, I can win this show. And right. so it's just always makes me and honestly, same with right. Yanush, really like, humble. It seemed, you know, they just both seem very surprised by their success. Like, yes, Yanush calling his family his little giggle. Like they just both are very adorable and very talented. And yes. Yes. It's a, just a beautiful combination on Bake it's Off true. when you get both of those things. I know. So. And that's why I'm like rooting for both of them because yes. they're just humble and sweet. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, Paul did not give out a Hollywood handshake this week, but we're going to give no. out the Hallowell high five and the Wedemeyer winner. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give my Hallowell high five to Shabira. And yes. I'll tell you why. If you have ever seen the Great British Bake Off, you know that using traditional Asian ingredients tends not to go over super well. Paul right. and Peru uh, are a little bit limited in their palates. Shocking. They, in the past, like Peru has been like matcha tastes like grass. Oh, they did not like Christelle's use of miso last right. year. They do not like it when people get experimental with Asian ingredients uh, for any number of reasons. And Shavira busted in here week one was like, I'm going <laughs> to make did. I'm going to use pandan for my signature bake and I'm going to yeah. use matcha in my showstopper. And I was like, holy shit. She has never <laughs> seen this show before. Like she has never watched an episode of the show. Right. Uh, or she's incredibly brave. But uh, either way, I love it. And it worked out for her to it a degree. Um, yes. And I was shocked, honestly. Maybe maybe they've expanded their palates. I don't I don't think I would put it on them. Um, <laughs> but I was really impressed by her bravery. Uh, me too. When she started listing off those ingredients, I was like, oh, girl. Oh, girl. Yeah. Careful. Careful. Yeah. But um, I respect her boldness. And, yeah, absolutely. And like, of know? course, she should use them. Like, of course, I just, yes. In terms of like trying to hack this show. No, like, but totally. Yeah. In week one, I probably would not have done it myself. I love matcha. Like, uh, obviously, right. this worked out great. But yeah, it was just really bold. Uh, and it was great. Right. Because you know who you're dealing with here. It's right. Paul and yeah. Pooh. And it's just it's, like, you know, there's they some pretty, strategy to it for exactly. sure. Exactly. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I think that's a great choice. Um, I would say uh, her velvet, red velvet, because it was so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were like, yay. So yum. Sure. And then Yanusha's showstopper yeah. looked delish. I think he really won it with that. Um, I love chocolate. And absolutely. Spiced orange buttercream sounds freaking delicious. So yeah, gimme. They were definitely the two pretty clear standouts from this exactly. episode. Exactly. And I feel like they are going to go back and forth a lot. Yeah. And on that note, uh, we have to make our predictions right now. This is the first episode. Yes. Uh, last season, we made our final three in our winner predictions in the very uh-huh. first episode. We actually got quite close. I think we all chose Giuseppe, Jurgen, and Christelle. Um, obviously, oh, Chicks. Yeah. Chiggs came from behind. Jurgen was... He did. You know, depending on how you feel, perhaps unfairly oh, eliminated. But yeah. Um, this year, I think it's a little bit more difficult to tell. Uh, yeah. However, we chose similar people. Who are your final three and who do you think will take the whole thing? Wow. Okay. So I said this earlier, but I really do think Shabira is a favorite. I mm-hmm. just feel like we spent a lot of time on her. She's clearly... She did well throughout the entire competition. Like you said, she used those really bold flavors that usually the judges are just so, so on. And she mm-hmm. made it work. Like yeah. she really went out there and was like, I'm going to get you to like it. And yeah. she did. So I, I have her as my overall winner. I really think 
She's going to do it. I feel like we need another woman to win this thing. I think that's also working for her. Um, Yes. I also thought Yanush because he had a really good run. Obviously, he was Star Baker. um, And he just reminds me of Jurgen, too. So I think (laughs) there's that. And then, you know, this is this is controversial, but I'm going to say James, if he can rein it in with the use of frosting. I think he has a shot because they did like his flavors. So yeah. he definitely has a good like foundation of knowledge. He has good ideas. Yes. He seems pretty like, you know, he's got his shit together. He wasn't like unbelievably stressed, <laughs> you know, like he wasn't that's one of the people true. that was like was barely keeping cool. it together. Yeah, totally. Totally. I actually I agree. I think that's a that's a good pick. Thank you. Um, Thank I'm going to change my overall winner just so that ours are different. Oh, okay, I, I yeah. did also have Shavira, but I'm actually going to change it to Yanush. Um, Love it. In Jurgen's legacy. He's going to yes. do what Jurgen could not. For yes. you know, He's Polish people everywhere. Jurgen was German, wasn't he? I keep saying he Polish. Jurgen was German. Janusz is Polish. Together, they both have the uh, countries names. Are, yeah, so. and that too. Yeah, sorry, I'm Polish as well. Apologies to uh, <laughs> How dare you, German people and the Polish people <laughs> for confusing those. Um, okay, my final three. I'm gonna go with Shavira, Janusz, and I'm gonna go with Sandro. Um, Love it. Great he just, choices. You know, seems to have good attention to detail. Yeah, I guess. totally. Seems to be like good time management, all that. Uh huh. And then, uh, yeah, I'll take Yanush overall as well. I love that. I so, think that's great. I also, we'll I see. think we should also mention what was his name, Abdul. Abdul, yeah, yeah. I think we should mention him because he's I a feel strong like contender. He is a strong contender, and he's I think creative Dawn as well. I, I don't know. I think yeah, I, she's got those sugar figurines. Yeah, she had right? she, you know, decently strong showing. She came in third in the technical. I kind of think yeah. we should keep an eye on her too. Totally, she's funny. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. We'll see. I love to be surprised. Last year, we were surprised by Chiggs. Uh, Who will surprise us this year? I'm so Can't excited. Wait to find out. Same. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so glad we're back. Uh, Me too. Next week is Biscuit Week. Wow. Always exciting. They're making some sort of decorative masks. Um, oh, so hell yeah. I think we'll get some of that, you know, intricate decoration that we didn't get this week. We mm-hmm. will see. Uh, in the meantime, we've got so many shows for you to listen to on the Ring of Reality TV feed. Uh, including Amelia, who just wrapped up a season of Surviving the Challenge. So you can catch up on that. Uh, we've got Death, Taxes, and Bananas on Thursdays, the Morally Corrupt podcast with Rachel Lindsay and the Bravo Squad uh, on Fridays. And then our lovely, my lovely co-host Amelia also did like 7 million pods this week. Uh, <laughs> literally five. So the content machine wow. uh, includes, she did a really fun Ringer Dish pod with Bobby Finger on The View. Um, and then of course, this week's Tea Time, which we're Ooh. both on. On Friday. Yes. So excited. Uh, yes. So plenty of options to tide us over until next week. But until then, thank you to Amelia for joining me. I'm thrilled to be back here with you. Me too. Uh, and our fabulous substitute producer, Chris Sutton. Uh, thank you for Ooh. covering this. Sasha will be back next week and joining us with her thoughts. Until then, thanks for tuning in for a new season of the Great British Bake Off and everything is cake. Cake.